Welcome to Collateral Insights, a JP Morgan Collateral Services podcast series bringing in the latest thought leadership, best practices, and trends impacting the securities, finance, and collateral ecosystem. My name is Maddie Palmer, Vice President of Collateral Services Product at JP Morgan, and I'm very pleased to be joined today by Amy Caruso, Head of Collateral Initiatives at ISTA. And we'll be speaking today about the very current topic of uncleared margin rules also known as UMR. In the last Collateral Insights podcast, we discussed what firms should be thinking about in preparation for UMR. As a reminder, the final phase of the regulation, phase six, will go live in September 2022 and is expected to bring into scope 700 entities globally across insurers, fund managers, pension funds, hedge funds, and regional banks. Today, Amy and I will discuss how the industry is preparing for phase six and how we see the industry adapt in the years to come. So welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me, Maddie. So Amy, with Phase 5 Go Live firmly behind us, what have been your major takeaways? So we've been told by our Phase 5 ISDA members, and even previous phases as well, that everything takes longer than you expect. And you really need to prioritize which counterparty relationships will reach that initial margin threshold first so that you can inform your counterparties and custodians which relationships to onboard first and which ones can wait until after September. We've also been told that the tail, so the length of implementation after September 1st, is likely to be pretty long, lingering. So this isn't a September 2nd where everyone can have a party and celebrate. It's going to take a little more time than that. That's right, Amy. Phase 5 did have a long tail. And for certain in-scope entities, the process is still continuing. From our own experience in phase five, the number of in-scope pairings for participants was changing up until the very last minute. Right? So given the sheer amount of legals that need to be executed across the industry, I think knowing your priorities and executing on them is key. But with that context, how do you think the phase six preparation is going in the industry? Well, I do like to look at things on a positive light, and our members are telling us that there is progress with Know Your Counterparty work with custodians and custodian onboarding, and we have an informal survey that shows that documentation completion is progressing. However, we also hear of firms who are just starting that ANA calculation that determines if the legal entity and its affiliates are in or out of scope. And while the last day of May is when the data set really ends, we urge firms that if you think you're in scope, it's better to tell your counterparties and custodians now, start getting the work done. It's not so bad of a call to receive in early June that, oh, actually, we're not out of scope and we can take it off the plate compared to calling in early June and saying, oh, we need to start from scratch right now. So it's key to get moving if you haven't already. Yes, I agree. If you believe you're in scope, even if you won't be trading derivatives in large volumes for which you need to exchange margin immediately, have the conversation with your counterparties and custodians. Because as Amy says, we expect the tail in phase six to be longer. Another nuance this time is that threshold monitoring will play a bigger role in phase six, as in-scope entities may stay under their agreed thresholds for longer. So naturally, this will elongate the UMR journey for industry participants. So Amy, it sounds like this really isn't the end for UMR after September 2022. What do you think? No, this is not the end. UMR will be an annual process going forward. 
new entities, growing entities, and entities that change trading strategies that could result in an ANA above $8 billion will need to go through the same process that Phase 6 entities are going through now. This needs to be an ongoing program for the industry, and firms need to ensure they have resources going forward and incorporate this process into their annual business operations. Completely agree, Amy. This will become business as usual going forward. So, Maddie, what have been some of the best practices your clients have taken on? Look, UMR touches many parts of the organization, and we've seen firms form working groups across their treasury, risk, operation, and trading teams to assess what their optimal collateral strategy is. And taking this step-back assessment has helped firms take a fresh look at their inventory pools across their entities to create a framework that will help them with what collateral they need, how much collateral they need, and when they need it. For example, I've heard of firms who have set up centralized processes to consolidate a list of all upcoming derivatives trading in one team, who would then forecast using our pre-trade analytics tool how much inventory is required and which counterparties would be margin efficient. I think experiences like this are very powerful and show how UMR has been a catalyst to coalesce firms around efficient resource management. So Amy, what do you think is next for the industry? Well, I think taking some of what you shared, Maddie, and optimization is next. Now that can mean many different things to different firms, but looking at ways to be more efficient with collateral inventories, as you just mentioned, and also collateral management operations will definitely be a trend in our industry in the next few years. Whether a firm takes an approach to do an in-house overhaul to work with an external vendor or an outsourcer or an administrator, we'll definitely see implementation of data standardization, such as using the common domain model across OTC and other types of collateralized products, in addition to seeing restructuring of teams and systems and even metrics. Yeah, it's a good point, Amy. And to be efficient, both operationally and from an inventory perspective, collateral usage needs to hit a certain critical mass and also eligibility sets need to be flexible where possible. After UMR, firms might find that a greater proportion of their balance sheet is encumbered than in previous phases and their collateral mix as well is more diverse and hence optimally using their resources going forward will become increasingly valuable. Any closing thoughts, Amy? Just for folks who are in phase six to progress as quickly as possible and use resources that are available, whether on the ISDA Margin Info Hub, ISDA Create as an online negotiation tool, or the ISDA SIM for their initial margin calculations. Thank you to all our listeners for taking time to join this podcast today. It's been our pleasure. And any further information, of course, can be coordinated by your sales and client service representatives here at JP Morgan. And please feel free to reach out to them. I would also advise that this communication is provided for information purposes only. It's not intended as an offer or solicitation of the purchase, sale, or tender of any financial instrument. Please visit jpmorgan.com for more information. And please note that JP Morgan's disclosures apply and are available on www.jpmorgan.com forward slash disclosures, JP Morgan Chase & Co. All rights reserved. This episode was recorded on Wednesday, the 6th of April, 2022. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is intended for institutional clients only, and the views expressed in this podcast may not necessarily reflect the views of JP Morgan Chase and Company and its affiliates. Together, JP Morgan and do not constitute research or recommendation, advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any security or financial instrument. 
Reference products and services in this podcast may not be suitable for you and may not be available in all jurisdictions. JP Morgan may make markets and trade as principal in securities and other asset classes and financial products that may have been discussed. For additional disclaimers and regulatory disclosures, please visit www.jpmorgan.com forward slash disclosures.